Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, as well as my Blog Talk Radio community, and hello to all of you who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. You can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And in the next half hour, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight's topic is garage organization for all of you out there who have just been challenged and overwhelmed about trying to get the garage organized so you can find things, but also so you can park the car in it. And tonight we have Aviat Stark, the managing partner of Garage Organization, and he's going to be sharing some tips on how we can get started and how they can help us get the job done. And, of course, in the next half hour, I'm going to be piggybacking off of um, the night's topic with some garage organizing tips. And then, of course, I will have my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion of the week. But before I bring on my guests, you know, I always go out there on Google and find something as it relates to our topic tonight. And this is the history of the garage. And it says, according to visually, um, Garage, it's over 82 million homes have garages. And the percentage of garages, 1970s, it was only 59% of the homes. 1980s, went up to 62%. The 1990s, 71%. 2000 to 2004, 77%, and then, of course, 2005 to 2009, 79% of the homes now have a garage, and this is 71% of the homeowners use their garage as the main entry to their house, and more than half of the homeowners use their garage for storage, which is understandable because of all that wonderful space. So, Aviat Stark, he is the managing partner of Garage Organization, which is an e-commerce website established to fulfill the increasing demand for garage remodeling, renovation, makeover projects. The founders of Garage Organization have over 15 years of garage remodeling experience and have established franchise locations throughout the United States. And contrary to the already well uh, established service-based garage renovation companies. The founders thought it would be a great idea to allow people around the country to be able to have access to the ever-growing variety of products out there today and decided 
that the proper e-commerce platform was a way to offer its products to people who are outside the already established business service areas. And the staff of Garage Organization, they're avid about garage makeovers, and they truly believe that the garage is one of the untouched secrets that exist in almost every home in America. So I am going to bring on Mr. Aviat Stark. Hi, Janet. How are you? Hi, how are you? Wonderful. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. (laughs) That's good. That's good. So my first question before we get into all the garage organizing stuff is what what motivated you to to really get into this business of garage organization? Um, It's actually, I I mean, it's a pretty long story, so I don't know if we have all the time. Um, My background is design, actually. And um, I used to do a lot of um, marketing and um, advertising uh, and design for home improvement companies. Uh, And I partnered up with uh, a company, and uh, we started working uh, together. And one of the partners uh, at that company, uh, he and I started basically what is now garageorganization.com. And we felt that the tremendous amount of product offerings and the attractiveness um, and the unused space uh, was just something that wasn't really touched. People didn't really delve in it. You know, people were just kind of throwing their stuff in there, and we started seeing that people were becoming more conscious of getting stuff organized. And the products that were out there were really cool, and, you know, more and more companies were getting into the industry. So, um, I don't know, it's just kind of uh, a direction that, you know, we kind of uh, went in, uh, maybe intentionally and unintentionally, uh, but it kind of swept us in, I would say, more so than anything else. It's uh, something that's kind of taken more and more uh, prominence, I think, in the last several years. Um, and, you know, we just kind of decided to really do this uh, as a full-fledged uh, business, and it, it's you know, it's really taken off, and uh, thank God we're doing very well. So one of my questions is, and because you've been doing it for so long, is what do you think are some of the reasons why people seem to just have so much stuff in their garage and not have it organized? Because it amazes me sometimes when I go friend and I'm, you know, going around a couple of sack and I see garages and I'm like wow oh oh this one's good but this one could use so help so what is it that like really I guess the reasons why we seem to just like put so much stuff in there and not our cars I think it's because it's easy to just throw stuff in there um you know rather than organize or hang stuff up uh it's just a really you know I I guess the average garage is a two-car garage it's about 400 square feet uh, some are attached, some are not attached, but it's kind of a place to hide your junk. And I think it's just easy for everybody to come home from wherever it is they are, you know, they bought something, let's say, and they just chuck stuff in there. And, you know, I mean, I've personally done it myself. I bought stuff, left it in the garage, and, you know, I'll discover it a couple of months later. And I think it just people are, um, I think, naturally – um, they, not everybody is organized, and not everybody 
um, is, uh, you know, people like to procrastinate. They're, they become kind of lazy and set in, you know, set in their ways. And organizing the garage is not at the top of their priorities, right? I mean, you, you would probably imagine the larger room is in the house, like your kitchen and your uh, uh, living room, places where your family hangs out on a regular basis, you know, kind of require a little bit more attention on a day-to-day basis. And we kind of take that garage for granted. And instead of actually looking at it as a tool that we can use to organize the rest of our lives and the rest of our house, we just end up chucking stuff in there, not organizing it. Um, and then, you know, it's basically it overlord, uh, overloads. Um, and obviously you can't park your car in there and just kind of becomes kind of like a storage facility more so than anything mm-hmm. else. Mhm. Yeah, and and I agree because, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. So you come home and go in the house, and and you're right. Depending on where people are located, you know, seasonally. And uh, recently, a client called me, and she said her two projects were a home office and her garage. She happened to call me in December, and it was right when it was warm. And I said, you know, we better get in the garage right now because after a certain time. We're not going to want to go in there. So you're right. It's just it becomes a dumping ground, and it's, people don't really think about it that much. So doing what you do, what are some ways that people can really organize the stuff in their garage? And I mean, the stuff can be anything from bikes to to uh, fishing rods to um, just lawn care stuff. But what are some of the ways and working with clients that you found? have been helpful. So the first thing that we like to do is ask what their lifestyle is like. Um, I think that's, um, you know, we like to kind of cater to what customers' lifestyles are like. And, and the reason is, you know, you have people who are have a more active lifestyle. They, you know, they have bicycles and they have canoes and they have ski equipment and, and you name it, right? They, they, they're outdoors people, which also depends on where you live, okay? Um, we talk to them about their budget, what they want to accomplish, um, what they want to do with their garage. Are they people, you know, a lot of um, people like to do work in their garage, whether it's gardening or work on their cars um, or work on their hobbies. So, you know, there are a lot of variables that go into um, deciding what you're going to do. So are you looking to put stuff overhead? Um, Are you storing stuff that's seasonal, like uh, Christmas items? Um, You know, do you need to get your bicycles often? Or, I mean, do you put them away for the winter? So, again, it really depends. Like, if you're in California, for example, you'd probably be more outdoors than you would be in the Northeast. So, you know, where stuff is more seasonal. So, you know, I live in the Northeast, for example, so, you know, we have our winter stuff, we have our summer stuff, and, and again, because the seasons change, so does our lifestyle. It's a little bit more dynamic, whereas where you live in the West Coast, um, in I would say the Southwest, you're more active, you're more outdoors, so the stuff that you use is more regular um, than it is in the Northeast um, that also depends on, again, on the stuff that you want to get, on the, on the products that you want to get. Um, you know, if you live in humid environments, you may want to stay away from wood-based cabinets or MDF-based cabinets. 
and you would prob probably want to go with uh, metal cabinetry. Um, again, maybe if you're in a high salinity area, you may want to consider things like aluminum that doesn't rust. Uh, very, very dependent on where you live and what your lifestyle is like. Uh, you can do anything and everything. You can, um, you know, some people have exposed um, uh, rafters and beams. Uh, you can really turn your garage into kind of like a room, a man cave, uh, beyond just parking your cars and putting stuff away. It could be uh, another room. Uh, for example, in Florida, uh, which is a state that doesn't have basements, people utilize their garages a lot more than people in the Northeast because here we have, you know, basements like a lot of um, other homes in the U.S., but there are certain areas that don't allow basements, you know, because of hazard of flooding, earthquakes, you name it. So they utilize their garage in a much more efficient way, and they, they take it less for granted. So we do see a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of Florida customers, a lot of California customers um, that like to utilize that space. Again, because of where they live um, and because of the restrictions that they have. Uh, but you can go pretty much, you can do anything and everything that you want in the garage from shelving units to cabinetry to overhead storage to flooring, um, you name it, it's there. The products are there. You just have to kind of ask yourself, what is my lifestyle like? What do I like to do? If I'm uh, active, maybe I need wall storage for my bicycles uh, and basketballs and soccer balls. Um, or if I like to do hobbies, I need a good workbench. So, you know, those are kind of the questions that I would ask myself uh, of, you know, what my lifestyle is like, what am I trying to accomplish by taking on this project, and what my budget is like, of course. You know, you don't want to overdo it as well. Well, as you were talking, Aviat, something just came to mind. So do you ever come across clients who maybe initially the goal was to get the car in a garage, but then after, because you were talking, and, you know, flooring had never even come across my mind, and then shelving, and that maybe they've decided, yeah, I want to help. Want you to help me organize the garage, but I have a little. I don't want the car in it now. I think I want to use it, like you said, maybe in people in Florida, more like a lifestyle thing as a part of the home instead of for the car. For the car. Right. It, we do come across it a lot. I mean, I personally, in my garage, I have three kids, so okay. um, you know, we like to pull stuff out and take it in, and the bicycles and the scooters and. Um, I do work around the house and the yard, too, so I want my stuff accessible and the snowblower. So you want to have um, those things kind of organized as much as you can. Um, I mm -hmm. use rack shelving systems in my personal garage. Um, you know, is it the ultimate uh, solution as far as I'm concerned? Probably not. Uh, but, you okay. know, I have my limitations. It's a, it's a detached garage. Um, I live in an older house, so do I want to make that investment? Um, so my garage, for example, is centered around overhead storage units and mm -hmm. rack shelving units, more open stuff, so I can have uh, accessibility to it. Um, you know, a lot of people, they want to put stuff away and, and store it away. They don't want to see it. So they usually will get cabinets. So with cabinets, I mean, you can run the gamut, um, you know, from uh, wood-based cabinets to metal cabinets, aluminum cabinets. They come in all shapes and sizes. 
you have thicker gauge steel, thinner gauge steel. Uh, I, I think it's very true in this in this industry that you get what you pay for. I mean, it's very mm-hmm. literal. Um, again, because when you're paying, when you're getting a cabinet, for example, that is 18 gauge steel because the metal is thicker and the production mm-hmm. value is higher, it's always going to be more expensive than something that is, that's 23, 24 gauge steel. So that's also something to think about. Of how how much are you in the garage? Are you going to um, do you want are your kids in there? Um, do you, are you can your cabinets take a beating? Do they need to take a beating? It really again it depends also where you are in life. So if I have a lot if I have three kids and they're fairly young, I don't know if I want to make that investment. Whereas my kid could run into the cabinet with a bike, and I'll get upset. So those are also also things to take into consideration. So I mean again it's all always a lifestyle thing. Um, like I have a really um, the concrete in in my garage is older, so it's easier to cover with uh, floor tiles, with um, floor tiles that are designed for the garage to cover it up nicely, um, can easily mop it rather than have all that dirt and, and, and oil stains from whoever lived there before from your own car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, I have, for example, we do a lot of um, screenings outside in the summertime. I have a stereo system in the garage that's hooked up to a projector. So, you know, I kind of fit it to what we like to do. And I think that's what people should think about, how they can utilize that extra space and, and how does it fit do in their life on a daily basis. Wow. So you've given, well, I know you, I don't have a garage, but I'm just, my mind is just like going with all the different ideas. So before we end, the person who's listening and decided that they're going to organize their garage, how, is there anything they should do before they call you and decide, hey, this is what I want to do? I mean, I know you said, you know, look at your lifestyle and your budget, but are there any other things that they maybe need to take into consideration before they pick up that phone or decide, look, I'm taking on a garage organizing project, and now? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the the best way to approach it, first of all, take measurements. You know, so know what your limitations and what your sizes are. So, for example, some garages um, have concrete lips, right? They have, uh, so, so you need to know where your windows are, where your doors are. Um, is there anything that you need to fix? Do you want your walls exposed? Are your walls all finished? Is your ceiling finished? Those are kind of questions that you have to ask before, okay? And then I would kind of sit down and have a con, like draw a concept of roughly what I want to do. I'd go online and I'd start doing some research. I mean, you can always go to big box stores, um, but I think that they, first of all, they don't have the variety that you're going to find online. Um, and that's one of the caveats in this industry is that a lot of the products that you're going to run into, you're not going to see them at the store. So, and uh, mostly the good products. And the, the reason being is that these items are fairly large um, and are not, they're not off-the-shelf items. So you're not going to find them in your local big box store. So it's always a good idea to go online and start doing research. I think one of the best tools out there is YouTube. Uh, and even like mm. Google Images, see what other people are doing. Uh, you know, just write in garage remodeling or garage organization or garage flooring, and just kind of take a look and know what you're getting yourself into 
before you do it. So I, you know, in my own personal opinion, a few years back, I decided to do my own garage. I knew what was involved because I'm in the business. I basically, mm -hmm. the best way to do it is get all your stuff out of the garage and kind of start from scratch. It'll also force you to throw away anything that you don't need. Um, if you haven't seen it for three years, it doesn't belong in your home. Throw it out. So, you know, you're not going to use it again, so don't put it back in. It's a good opportunity to do a garage sale. Um, you're going to sell some stuff, and you can utilize that money towards your garage renovation project. So you'd be surprised at how often and how quickly those dollars and cents add up. You can, you know, I bet you can probably make between $1,000 and $2,000 by emptying your garage and just selling stuff. Uh, that'll cover your flooring costs. It can cover a few cabinets. Um, and once you have everything out of the garage, it kind of forces yourself to, okay, now you have to put it back in, but you want to organize it. You want to put that, you know, shelving or cabinetry. You want to put that flooring down. Um, put yourself in a position where now you have to do something because then you'll do it because you're not going to leave it out in the rain, if that makes any sense. Well, Aviad, you've given us so many wonderful tips and suggestions. How can people get in contact with you and your company? We're, uh, we have a fully dedicated website to uh, garage and home organization. It's called uh, garage-organization.com. It's www.garage-organization.com. Or you can call us at 877-233-3350. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, um, you just want to kind of start grasping um, a project like this, you know, we're always here, more than happy to help. Um, you can browse our website. There's a ton of products. We keep on adding stuff all the time. Um, we go to a lot of trade shows to learn what's new in the industry and to bring new products to our customers. So it's always a good idea to kind of come back, take a look, see what's new, see what's refreshed. Um, we have specials all the time. I mean, we're pretty dynamic. We've been doing this for a long time, and we try to appeal to what everybody wants and to fit, try to fit everybody's lifestyle as much as we can. Well, thank you so much, Avia. And listeners, always remember when you go to the show page, there will be a link to our guest's website, a direct link, so you can just click that link and find out all the information and contact them in regards to organizing your garage and getting that junk out of there. And, and, and like Avia did, sell some of that stuff so you can sell much for your um, time this evening. It is greatly appreciated. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you for having me. And you have a wonderful evening and a great week. All right. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. This is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that was an awesome interview. So, listeners, it's red time to get that garage organized just so you can find stuff, find the seasonal stuff, find the stuff 
that your family uses um, so that you can put your hands on stuff the first time you look for it. And our wonderful sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audio book of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. You want to go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. So you just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. It's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audio book selection for this week is Decluttering Your Home or Garage, Made Easy, How to Save Time, Money, and Stress by Living a Clutter-Free Life. And that is by Leon Cunninger. It's Again, it's Decluttering Your Home or Garage, Made Easy, How to Save Time, Money, and Stress by Living a Clutter-Free Life. See and organize those garages this week. That is an awesome thing to do. So, now, to follow up with some garage organizing tips, it's basically um, develop a plan for your storage, park your car, keep tools, gardening supplies, create zones. That's number one. Number two, purge. You know I said, and I'll be, I said that. So you want to purge before you purchase. You want to toss the junk and anything that can be recycled. Um, of course, anything that can be sold or donated as well. Number three, you want to work on one zone at a time. So you definitely want to probably work on maybe your gardening zone, the tool zone, um, maybe some of the, the bikes and, and the, all the different things, the outdoor activity. You also want to make sure you clearly label items for storage, decoration, seasonal toys, household items. Maintain weekly which means if you put your recycles out there and seasonally, when you go and get in those Christmas decorations or maybe the pool toys, et cetera. So, again, develop a plan, purge before you purchase, work on one zone at a time, clearly label items, and maintain a regular schedule on how to keep your garage organized, whether you park a car in it or not. I am excited because one of the things I've decided to do for the spring is to um, extend my power keys to an organized you. And basically, with that, you get two hours with me virtually, plus you get an e-course. And that is a $250 value, and you get it for only $59. Isn't that a steal? Again, it's power keys to an organized you. You get two hours with me virtually, and basically it's two hours where we talk about your project. You send me pictures. I review those pictures, and I give you a detailed plan of how you can organize them, and then you implement some of those ideas, and we get together, and then we kind of work through what needs to be done next. I give you product suggestions. People have sent me pictures. People have sent me videos on how I can help them organize your space. But also, if you are in need of just somebody really helping you better manage your time, we can do that as well. And in addition to that, you get an e-course on how to be more organized. Again, you can go to JanetMTaylor.com for more information as well as on how to sign up for a session. 
Well, I want to thank all of you for um, just following me on social media. I hope to be resuming my periscopes this week, especially as it relates to spring cleaning. I am excited about that because I have some things to show you that I found as I was doing my own spring cleaning. And so make sure you follow me on social media. Um, I'm on everything from Pinterest to Instagram to Twitter to Facebook. Uh, So um, I thank all of you who are already a part of my um, social media family and, of course, my blog talk radio community. Well, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So I want you to toss the rusty tools, the broken items, in the garage that you will never use again. Again, the rusty tools and the broken items that you will never use again. Tomorrow, toss it Tuesday. Well, my app suggestion for this week is For Any Place app. And um, I chose that because we're focusing on the garage. There's a lot of things in the garage that you probably store to make repairs on your home. So that would be a great place to inventory of those items. So that's the For Any Place app. And then in regards to um, just organizing things in the garage, you may want something just like a simple shelf just to get started before you call out the garage organizing experts. And it's the Intermetro Garage Storage with Gliding Shelf System. You can get it from the container store. Um, That's my product suggestion. And then, of course, my repurpose suggestion is an old mesh laundry bag. Um, and you can use it in the garage to hold a football, the basketball, the soccer ball. So those are some great ways to do that as well. So that's so again my app suggestion is for any place. My product is Metro Garage Storage with gliding shelves from the container store. And my repurpose suggestion is using an old mesh laundry bag and in the garage. And you can hold your football, your basketball, your soccer ball. Now, you can find all of those on my Pinterest page, my apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and, of course, my repurpose suggestions. So you can um, look for those on my Pinterest page and, and follow me um, if you are not already following me as well. Um, so, uh, next week we will be, uh, interviewing Dr. Agnes C. Davis, who I lost my, my train of thought, Dr. Agnes C. Davis, and she's going to be sharing with us not only how we can be fit over 50, but how we can be fit on a budget and how we can use things in our home and repurpose things in our home to stay fit. So I am looking forward to that interview as well. My motivational quote for this week is, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. Again, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. And that is Oprah Winfrey. And I want you to really believe that because we are moving into a wonderful new season It's spring. Spring has sprung. Um, I'm excited. And I know a lot of you out there, January 1st, 
you decided, I'm going to get organized. You're either going to better manage your finances, better manage your time, better manage the space in your home, or better manage your workspace. It's a new season, so it's time to let go of some stuff. It's time to, one, think about all the stuff that you have held on to that now it's time for you to transition away from and let go of. And then whatever you have decided to let go of, you can either give it away, you can either toss it because sometimes it needs to be trashed, or you can either sell it. You know, I've sold things as well. And once you do that, whatever's left, that is the things that you need to just find a place, a place for everything and everything in its place. Get it organized because I can share with you and I can tell you how less stressed you'll be when you don't have to worry and try to find and figure out where something is. You'll save yourself a lot of time and money because you're not going to go out and buy something that you already have. Eighty percent of the stuff we keep we never reference again, and we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. The rest just hangs there. So think about that. Think about how, because we are in moving into the fourth month of the year, so how do you want to, when June 1st, with that mid-mark of the year, what do you want to have let go of? What are some of the things you want in your life? And I can tell you, even working with my clients and even personally, when you begin to let go of the stuff that's a dead weight, you open yourself up for so many things. You open yourself up for more. It could be business opportunities. You open yourself up for more relationships, if that's what you want. You open yourself up to more peace and joy and happiness when you let go of stuff. So my challenge to all of you listening, because we are moving into the fourth month and this is officially spring, is to go from room to room. And in each room, go in each drawer, on each shelf, in each cabinet, under the bed and everywhere and begin to just get rid of stuff. You can just go in a room and just go in a drawer and just start getting rid of stuff you don't want to wear, stuff you don't want to be seen in, stuff you know that you have just moved beyond. And it could be anything. It could be clothes. It could be jewelry. It could be the shoes, as Ola said, that hurts our feet. We can go in the garage and we can get rid of things. And I'll share with my stuff. I, the other day, this weekend, I spent time spring cleaning. And I had tools. Really, not only tools, I had nuts and bolts and screws moved with three or four times, and I'm sharing with this with you. And I'll never use those things, never. And the reason I say never is because if something really gets broken, I pick up the phone and I call somebody because I am an organizer. I am not a fixer person. I know tons of people in my life who can fix things. The same with things in my kitchen. There were things in my kitchen I didn't need because I'm not, I could cook to a certain point, but I'm not the person that does all the cooking and everything, so there are a lot of things. That, so what is it? What is it that you no longer need? Eighty percent of the stuff we keep we never reference again, and we were 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. And also while I'm on this subject, um, is storage. 
Let's talk about those storage units. Uh, you know, a lot of times we have all that stuff in storage. We're paying thousands of thousands of dollars a year for stuff that we will never, ever use again. So maybe instead of working on your home, maybe you need to go to the storage unit first. Let's save some money. Let's see how much money you can actually have extra and maybe take that money and put it in the savings account. Take that money, pay off some debt. Take that money and do something else with it instead of paying on something that you'll never use again. Paying on something, it could be as simple as a keeping a soap dish that you no longer use, keeping clothes that you no longer want to wear, keeping stuff. You've got stuff in storage that belongs to somebody else. So those are some things um, that I really want you to think of because I want you to, in 2016, getting rid of stuff that you should have gotten rid of two, three, four, five years ago. And like Aviat said, it's just going in that garage. If you haven't used it in a few years, you need to get rid of it. Get rid of it, sell it. Let it go. Let it go and always think of not letting go as a loss. Think of letting go as actually giving it to someone who could actually use it and benefit from it, but also allowing your life to be opened up for something new, something wonderful, and something great. So I just felt like sharing um, some of those things with you this evening. I'm not sure why, but I really did. Um, I really, really did today. So just felt like, you know, it's time. It's spring. I, I got on this wonderful whirlwind, and you should have saw the stuff that um, I actually cleaned out. I was I was even amazed at some of the stuff I found. Of course, if you really want to see everything that I found, you'll have to watch me on Periscope, um, and hopefully I'll be doing those this weekend. Um, but, yeah, I was amazed at how organized I was and how I was holding on to some things. And it wasn't that I was holding on it for emotional reasons. They were nicely organized in containers. But I'm thinking, why am I still holding on it? And it was probably because just in case, you know, sometimes just in case, just in case, I had everything from things in my walk-in closet things in my closet, things in my kitchen cabinet. I just went from room to room and drawer to drawer. And I can tell you when I did my home office area and gave it a spring cleaning, I felt so much better seeing, one, that it was nice and clean, but also it had less stuff. I just started pulling things, and it was and what happens when you do that, you will begin to find the unfinished stuff, the unfinished projects that you were working on, the, the books that you maybe thought you were going to read five, ten years ago, but you haven't read them. All of that, you begin to pull all of that stuff out and decide, do I want to keep it or is it time for me to let it go? So those are some things that I really want you because I want you powered. That's what organization does. It gives you power over your space. It gives you power over your time. It gives you power over your life. Um, And that's what I hope to um, continue to do 
as the host of this podcast as we actually move towards show 300. Wow, I cannot believe it. Um, But, yes, we will be moving towards show 300. So if getting organized is one of your goals this year, then please take advantage of my special spring offer, which I've continued, and it's Power Keys to an Organized You. You go to JanetMTaylor.com, and basically you get two hours with me virtually as well as an e-course. You get all of that, which is a $250 value for $59. And basically, virtually, we can either do it or via um, telephone, and you let me know what it is you want to organize. From there, you send me some pictures, or you do a video like one client did. And I will basically look at the video, look at the picture, and just kind of write down what how you need to organize that area. And then we will meet for a session. We'll talk about your goals. I'll share with you what I saw, how I think you should organize it. Then we'll come back over a few weeks, maybe give you a couple of weeks to work on it, and then find out what you did. I'll also give you product suggestions, et cetera, as well, and give you a plan, and I'll give you an overview of it. So, um, again, go to JanetMTaylor.com, and like I said, it's a $250 value for only for $59. $59. So, uh, again, next week, I'm excited because we have got Dr. Agnes C. Davis, staying fit, repurposing items in your home to stay fit on a budget and to stay fit over 50 so excited about that. And then, of course, we've got the kitchen organizer coming. We've got Shelf Genie sharing with us some ways that we can organize our kitchens. And then, of course, um, we'll be doing some spring cleaning and green spring cleaning because I'm a lot of you out there spring cleaning. And then, of course, we'll be talking about technology because I want to make sure that I give you the technology piece because that's a big part of our lives now, but I am excited. We're going to be learning how to organize ourselves inside and out, and in show 300, I'm going to have a colleague from New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, and we're going to be talking about, this is show 300, we're going to talk about just some um, organizing trends as well as how you can organize it by repurposing some products. So I want to um, always thank all of you for just um, supporting me and listening and tuning in and making this show what it is because it's about you. Be celebrating show 300. So make sure that you definitely go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com and um, check out my Power Keys for an Organize You. Sign up for um, to be on my mailing list so you can get my um, newsletter because um, my last article was on, yes, I want to be lazy. And if you want to read that, you can just go to my blog or my website at jenandtaylor.com. But, yes, I wanted to be lazy because I was tired. And, you know, it's interesting how lazy has just gotten a bad rep. But really, lazy means idle, means being still, and what that can do to just your mind, your body, as well as your spirit. Um, And, of course, um, join me next week as we talk to Dr. Agnes 
C. Davis on not only how to be fit over 50, but how to repurpose some items in our homes as well. So please be sure to make sure you tune in and you share this show with your book and on all your social media. And I want to definitely thank you for listening. Please visit my website at JanetMPill.com. But until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.